What are we calling the episode, guys? Are you a nation disappointment? No. We're talking about childhood in general. Um, Shane Dawson. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god, no. Do you remember that one time when you were still a kid and you don't give a shit about anything? Me neither. So, yeah, let's take a trip down memory lane and reminisce about the pieces of shit we were. Okay. 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 Are you happy with what you did? Come on, stop asking me that. (laughs) Hi, I'm Ed, and I'm an Asian disappointment. Hi, I'm Liberty, and I will steal your art. Hi, I'm Shay, and escapism is my hobby. And welcome to... Toilet Thoughts. Thoughts. A safe place where we piss on the hottest topics and just talk shit. Oh shit, yeah, let's talk about childhood crushes too. Oh. <clears throat> have you ever had, have you, oh, what was the worst and the best experience you've had with one of your childhood crushes? Um, <laughs> How old were you? Tell us about it. What was the craziest thing that you've done for a childhood crush? I have a lot. Yes. That's the perfect question. Oh god, I'm 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 wishing they're not gonna listen to this. Are you still Facebook Um, friends? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! No. <clears throat> Come on. I'll, I'll oh, yes. Better, 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 better. I'll bleep out the name. No. Themselves. No. They bleep ah. out. The name. <laughs> uh, elementary through high school crush. Tagala. Mm-mm. Ganon kasi ako magkakrush. Like there's one guy per school probably. One guy for one guy for school. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I swear, there's. I had a crush in preschool. I had a crush in elementary. Another crush when I was in grade six until high school because I was studying in the same school then. His name is, and he looks like Orlando Bloom. Give me and... his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I lied about this one so bad. I know the post office in Marisol, right? And what I did, I, I wrapped a gift. I, I hold on, hold gift. on, hold on. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, is this my Korean name as an alternate name? Because chances um, are you've got common friend. He's also my friend. Oh, fucking hell. Oh my god. Yeah, that's him? Okay. He's no. gay. He's gay though. I know. <laughs> I know. Ah, eto. He's got good skin. Yeah, yeah, I can't gay. blame you. I, oh, oh, he's got he's good skin, bad. facial features, damn the jawline. I well, know. Not that good, but hey, come on. Would you be pissed if it's I told you, Shay, that I saw his dick before you did? <laughs> no, not really. No, it's no, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I never did. I was gonna say, I wish you had fun. Um, most probably he will see this because friend niya ako, friend karin niya. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Yeah. Oh, so let's god. just bleep out the Orlando Bloom part. I think I was already in high school. Dahil old school, uso pa nun yung magsasend ng mail. So I wrapped a gift for him. It was a, it was a book. 
Animorph. And then I sent it to them. To their house, I meant. For him. And then I was friends with his sister. And she was asking me about it. Of course, my classmates, who's his close friends, were also asking me about it. And of course, I denied to death about sending the gift. It's anonymous, so I was semi-creepy that time. Did he ever know it was you? I'm hoping not. He's about to now. <laughs> oh no. I hope you liked the book. That was me. <laughs> oh god, no. Madalas ko siya nakakasabay sa taga-mabalakat siya. Oo, taga-mabalakat siya. Oh god. I can't wait to see him again. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> I haven't done anything crazy like that. The first thing I remember um when we talk about crazy childhood crushes, I told this to Adrome, I think very recently. Um I have I've had um a two-year crush with one of my best friends, Nababae. I was still trying to be straight when I was a kid. Um <laughs> I, do you remember this story? <laughs> Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Crushed Kusha for two years, and she was my best friend. She would always come over to grade grade ah, four. Oh, now I remember, right? Uh-uh. Grade, okay. grade five. So we were best friends. We were playing with her dolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ironically enough, so we were we were texting a, a, a lot. Then usapanon dante yung mga GM GM if you remember. <laughs> Tawag nito. So, Jejemon din kami mag-text noon. And then, we would always text each other. Nakumain ka na ba? Ganun. Magkampapagutom. Oo, malande. Malas in super. And then, I found out after after that two years, um, we, we've, we had one common best friend na babae then of course, MK. Um, and then, she told me, Alam mo ba yung pangalan mo sa phone ni Jen? Baklita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Damn, that's yeah, that hurts a lot. <laughs> that was I stopped talking to her because I was still in denial. I was homo. Tapos nung nauso yung Facebook, I looked her up again and then I messaged her. Look at me, I'm prettier than you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I bet Ed has a lot to tell. Kung kaya kasi puro like um, per school meron. Sa akin, no, elementary ako, kata grade level meron. Uh, fifth grade nangyari is ayan. So I have a crush on this uh, person. Ironically, not because she's smart, pero because she's parang yung tropa tropa type of shit. And para siya yung nung dati, no? Para siya yung tomboy type. Pero alam mo, babae siya. And uh, the day na nalaman niya na crush ko siya because uh, you know, for some reason she knew. No, because I told her. Uh, nabangan niya ako noon. Palabas ako ng school noon. Nabangan niya ako noon. Sa may gym namin. Pagkatapos, binugbog niya ako for no reason. <laughs> I got beaten up by a woman. <laughs> What? Did she explain why? <laughs> no. Nung nangyari yun, it was still the first quarter of the school year. And then, we never talked after. Siguro, uh, fourth quarter na, nung nag-usap ko na ulit. 
However, it's not through like um, how you talk to a normal person. Meron siyang best friend. Sinasendan ako ng letter ni ni Ate Girl. Si best friend yung magsasend sa akin nun. So, kumbaga parang siya yung messenger of some sort. Like, I don't know why. Like, what the fuck? And we were talking about some bullshit. I can't imagine na kids will ever be talking about. Uh, is this sexual? No, 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 it's not sexual. Like, existential shit. Like what? Like, you know, what if uh, one of those topics that I can remember, though, I know it revolved around uh, those kinds of topics. Pero sasabihin mayroong magtatanong, minsan matatanong na uh, what if in the future uh, uh, we find ourselves again, mga ganyan-ganyan, mga ganyan, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, kaso tos, bigla ako magtatanong what is the future anyway. <laughs> Maybe she did like you back. Probably. I that don't was, know. Those were questions for a hopeless romantic. From a hopeless yeah, romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I would initially start that conversation with Papatula naman yung pagkatas may tatanong siya pabalik and then the conversation won't stop. We'll be back after this short message. Hi, this is Ed and this is Two Myths, One Fact where we talk about the facts that you didn't have to know. So as usual, the rules are simple. I'll give you three statements and you have to choose which one of these statements is the fact. So let's get started. First off, the King of Diamonds is the only king in a deck of cards without a mustache. The average dick size of a Vietnamese man is 3 inches. And lastly, Edgar Allan Poe married his 13-year-old cousin. So, which one of these do you think is the fact? And the answer is... Edgar Allan Poe married his 13-year-old cousin. So when he was 26, Edgar Allan Poe secretly married his close cousin, Virginia Clem, who was only 13 at the time, half of his age. She was his first cousin because his father and her mother were both brother and sister. Until this day, it has not been completely clarified why did that unusual marriage occur. So there you have it. How old was Edgar Allan Poe again? He was 26. Interesting. Shit! No! One of the things that my parents expected me to become one day is to be successful at age 25. Or at least, um, I should be uh, having a good paying job. And by that, they mean an engineer or some shit. Like, um, yeah, an engineer perhaps. Or an IT guy that lives in Singapore and then papadalahan ko sila ng 100,000 pesos every Ooh. month. That's yeah, tight you know, stuff like that. Although, although, sabi din, although hindi naman sinasabi directly, pero it's like one of those things na ideal down sa kanila like the ideal way of life when they get old and uh, parang andoon yung expectation na habang nabubuhay sila kailangan sila supportahan kasi kasi they're like you know 
uh, they raised me up and utang na loob ko sa kanila yun. Like, it's... It's the know. traditional way Pero, of um, thinking. It's the uh, it's the oh. uh, Filipino yeah, toxic yeah, yeah. trait. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Yeah, if anything, it's not me being a disappointment. Rather, it's me not conforming to... No, no, no. Uh, I think disappointment what is said. and your parents be toxic. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still disappointed. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Instead of being an engineer. Did your parents oh, oh. ask you to take up education? Or what happened? Uh, sabi nila kung hindi daw ako makakapag uh, engineering o kaya IT. They just want me to take education kasi daw doon daw ako magkakaroon. Wow. Bupo tayo ng disiplina yan to see what type of person am I right now. <laughs> That's why we're becoming Asian disappointments. We can't deliver to what they were asking other people are asking parents are asking or the society is asking for that matter. True. And I don't even get it. Why would people um, alam mo yun, bakit parang uh, obligation natin na sumunod sa kung hindi nindigta ng society natin. Pressure. So my sister suggested that I go take nurse. Only because that was that. probably the uso that time. And they were forecasting hmm. that there's a need for nurses for X number of years, which would be enough by the time that I graduate. But of course, the forecast was wrong because there's a fuck ton of nurses who enrolled for that year. And the thing is, uh, malaki pa rin naman yung need of nurses in this country. And marami yung nag-graduate nursing, don't get me wrong. It's just that karamihan sa kanila, they're out of the country. Because you're not earning shit here. Because you're getting underpaid. Yeah. Alam mo yung kita ng isang nurse isang araw, it's like a chicken. What? And a couple of flip-flops. It's a Jokoi reference. Anyway, go on. Oh, sorry. I don't watch Jokoi. It's for old Jokoi. people. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Who are you talaga? <laughs> How yeah, dare you, Raja? Yeah, okay. Why do you say Edrum is old? <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, nag-invest yung sister ko sa akin for education. So, when she suggested that I take up nursing, I accepted. I enjoyed, actually. Pero... I was in second year college when I had the firm decision of already joining the BPO industry once I graduate because money. We had, of course, our own personal family problems regarding the money. So I needed a job where it pays well and I can get accepted fast. So ayun. And my mom was saying that I don't think the BPO industry was paying well back in 1998, Excuse me. Back in 1998, <laughs> my mom was telling me that I wouldn't take Board, my board exam any longer. Um, well, <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. And I don't think it's relevant now. I mean, after all these years, do they? Do you think they still expect you to take it and be a nurse? 
see, that's the thing. My mom doesn't say it outright what she wants to happen. She just like passively tells me a story about somebody who took the board exam and working already in Maxi Until Care. now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Same goes with my mom. Mm-hmm. And then dadating pa doon yung magkakaroon ng comparison. Sasabihin yung, o yung kumari ko, yung anak niya, nurse na matagal na nandun sila sa US. She's earning mm-hmm. a lot of money. Kasi nurse siya doon. Yung ganun. Lalakihan ka pa niyang mata. I-emphasize siya pa yung kasi nurse siya doon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't get me wrong. I love my mom. But um, she seldom does it now. But, you know, whenever she tells stories about the other daughters of Concha Pilato or whoever who's already a nurse in somewhere. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Thank God my parents are dead. <laughs> God, that took a, yeah, that, that took a wrong turn, Raja. <laughs> We'll be back after this short message. Hi, it's segment time again. I'm Shay, and this is Word of the Shay, where we open your mind and widen your vocabulary so you can say what you mean and mean what you say. Our word of the day is canopsia, the eerie, forlorn atmosphere of a place that's usually bustling with people but is now abandoned and quiet. Used in a sentence, Ed's crotch has an air of canopsia. It's so quiet now. Hey. <laughs> I think in my case, I was a. I'd consider myself a little lucky in that regard. Um, because although, andun pa din yung expectations of what I should become, it's not mm-hmm. much of what my future course would be or whatever. It's more of what I should be as a person. Shay, you know, my, my father is a religious leader. Mm-hmm. My mom is a psychologist. And I turned out... <laughs> I, I turned out like this. You turned into a psychotic atheist. <laughs> Very, yeah. It's like a rough of a beaten path, no? Super polar opposite of what they were sure. as people. Yeah. I think um, you really tend to do that. I mean, if you're forced into something, be it subconsciously or uh, consciously. Well, that's the thing. They the did not. Uh, I think I was a little bit lucky because um, they didn't expect, expect me to take whatever course they like, they just let me do whatever I want. In terms of education, job, whatever. What they put pressure on me is not becoming a loud, effeminate gay person. Um, I think... Uh, trying to keep it conservative. Something yes. Something like that, right? Although, although, you know, even yung um, I'll tell you a story, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, when I when I came out, I didn't, I didn't come out when my dad was alive. So... <laughs> I don't know what his reaction would be, but when my <laughs> mom, uh, but when I did it to my mom, um, he was, uh, she was like, "Okay, as long as you don't dress as a girl and you keep it masculine." And then the way she explained it, naman, is because um, she didn't want the world to bully me into becoming who I wasn't. If that makes sense. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It so does. So at the end of the day, she cares for you. Oh, parang uh, I don't want the world to hurt you, and that's why you should conform to what it wants Aww. you to be. Parang kanon. Um, but that shut you in the box. Regardless I, I, I of the realize, and I think, I think it helped that I was a mass communication student, so everyone was gay. <laughs> 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 so parang I think what happened there is I um at school I was very flamboyant and nobody cared. I was testing the waters if the world will really hurt me if I become very effeminate and very loud and just stay true to who I was. It never happened. And that's why I started questioning na parang, huh. Okay. Um Maybe it's just her personal taste. Yun yung naisip ko during that time. And then it turned out I was correct. Kasi, alam mo yung pakonti-konti, I started wearing makeup. Going to mm-hmm. school. Um, the eyeliners. <laughs> uh, yeah, eyeliner, BB cream, that's it. Um, alam mo yun, nobody minded at school. They just thought I was a fabulous person. <laughs> <laughs> she mi- uh, She did mind. Um, I started wearing ridiculous-looking clothes, started coloring my hair pink, purple, red. At school, I was quite popular because of that. Everybody liked me. She didn't. <laughs> um, and then um, I started doing drag. Um, I think the last two years, last two years or one year of her life, I started doing drag. She didn't like it. I was making money off of it. I mean, um, and then I think I, I told Adrom this story. The last, um, one of the last conversations we've had, I was, I remember I was fixing a wig. I was curling it. And then she told me, couldn't you just get a normal job, like in the office, where you don't have to dress up and you could just live a normal life? <laughs> <laughs> nobody asked me nobody else in my life asked me to do that but she did kaya parang dun na buo yung full circle moment connection ko na okay um, she told me that she just didn't want the world to hurt me but she was the one hurting me not the world but maybe yeah. that was her world her perception of the world when she was probably younger the effeminate people would have been bullied an inch of their life probably. And then maybe the concern is definitely real and then she doesn't want you to experience it. A part of it also is that she's also standing as your representative or the other way around, you being the representative for her. You're doing things that she's not comfortable with plus the fact that she wanted to protect you. That's maybe the reason why she's saying those to you. Um, although that was the case, alam mo yun parang my underlying frustration in me. Mm-hmm. We still had a very close relationship. I would tell her everything that's happened. She knew of every boyfriend hookup I've had. I knew every boyfriend and hookup she's had. That we were that close. We would tell everything. So if if I was uncomfortable at school or anywhere else with who I was and I was hurting, she would have known because I told her. But that wasn't the case. And you're happy. Yeah. I could only imagine the conflict she's feeling. Oh, pero um, tawag nito. This, the more I talk about it, the less emotional I get. So I guess I could talk about this um, parang as a matter of factly. 
I think uh, um, tawag nito nasabi ko na rin kay Edto before I think I told you also Shay the last I got closer the day she died kasi I remember I think it was my second gig in drag here in Pampanga um, I came home and, and I remember that was the most money I made from doing drag during that time um, so I came home tapos pinapaypay ko yung pera Pinapaypay ko yung pera sa akin Sabi ko, look at the money I made Ganyan, ganyan, ganyan Tapos she was laughing And then she told me, I'm proud of you That's That was the first time That was the first and last time she told me that And then a couple of hours The the afternoon during that day, she died Wow I'm bittersweet Sobra Pero sana But that was the closure you needed. That was beautiful. And I it's think like that's why she hasn't haunted me in since 2015 because she didn't have any unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parang, mm-hmm. Alam mo yun, parang sure. It's the perfect ending to that story, to that phase. That you're, True. Uh, it's perfect closure. I wish I I wish there was more time spent that she was feeling that way for me. I'm not sure if she has always been that way or she has always felt that way and she just didn't say it had she been super mad at what you were doing she would have stopped you more aggressively than passive oh, way of sorry. just telling you stuff but I, I think she was already proud of you it's just that she's not understanding how comfortable you are of your skin how happy you are of the things that she's afraid of also being aware that the world isn't ready for people like you People that uh, may orientation na ganun, that are still that are ready to stand up on their own and you know, uh, confront young differences of society mm-hmm. and uh, being considered as a minority, baka alam mo yun, you might just get beaten into a pulp, not just physically but also emotionally, you know. So maybe <laughs> she's just trying to protect you all along, yeah, while still having that type of bias, perhaps because it's not just yeah, I remember also, every time I have an allergic reaction to something, the first instinct she's thinking is, is that herpes? <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell the parent and would-be parent that you're not supposed to make a, or create a mini-me of yourself. If they want something else and it's not really going to harm them, it's better to just support them. If you think it's not going to be the best decision that they'll have, talk to them. There's going to be a point in time that they're not really ready to talk to you only because they don't know how to. So as early as possible, start to create an environment where talking is not a chore. Just be there. Maybe it can start with you. You can tell them stories about how you were how shitty you were when you were a kid probably especially when they're already teenagers yeah that's the thing don't act like you're a mother Teresa or something because even mother Teresa did some shit shitty stuff exactly you're (laughs) not freaking perfect if there are people who are feeling then good for you but don't dictate how your kid's life is gonna be just be supportive as much as you can oh also just to throw something shady stop posting throwback pictures of your kid if your kid doesn't look like that anymore because you're holding on to that memory. Yeah, I mean, mm. people are going to be surprised. Where did that left arm go? 
or what happened to that eye? <laughs> How did you Photoshop your dead eye? Hui! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she didn't have a back brace. <laughs> we'll be back after this short message. Hi, this is Liberty and welcome back to Pride History 101, where we learn that RuPaul did not invent drag. So today we're going to learn about the Stonewall Riots. And yes, nobody died at Stonewall. The Stonewall Riots is a series of riots and violent demonstration by the LGBTQ community following violent police raids at Stonewall Inn in New York City. This lasted from June 28, 1969 up to July 3, 1969. The first Pride Parade that happened on June 28, 1970 was a commemoration of these riots. It's widely known that Marsha P. Johnson, a black gay man and a drag queen, who identified at that time as gender fluid, although referred to as a transgender woman, threw the first stone during the riots. So that's it for Pride History 101, where we learn more reasons to hate straight people. That's it for this episode. Catch us again on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Music. Join us again next week as we talk about how to serve 69 breakfast dishes using smegma from your Jewish neighbor. That's not racist. That's not racist. Are you happy with what you did? <laughs> <laughs>